is the Willing to Go Ham podcast coming fresh off of a, just an awesome vacation. Um, and here with me right now, we're actually going to do a two-parter, if you will. Uh, it's supposed to be a three-man panel, but unfortunately, our third man is currently at work on Martin Luther King Day. So, <laughs> hey, I'm filing, a, I'm filing a complaint to the, the for that. <laughs> for real, they make you work on Martin Luther King. Sorry, I say Martin Luther King because you know he did have things, but they won't talk about that. All they'll do is they'll just show us the video. What was that? What was that cartoon movie? The uh, My Friend Martin. So that's <laughs> like, that's what the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was dude. It was a great movie, man. It was really good. Um, quite a hero he was. But on this episode, if you guys are listening right now, you know who I am. I'm the host. The voice is self-explanatory. But you guys also know this guy because he's been on a couple of times. My guy, Jordan Lewis of What's the Men's on, Wellness Collective podcast. And that's actually how it comes up on my show um, when I'm looking at it right now. So, yeah, yeah, which is which is kind of dope, man. Like, it's, you know, I'm just, you know, just me. But uh, we're here, man, and I figured we should hop on and just talk about our experience being out of the country for the first time together, brother. So, um, I hey, guess in a minute, I'm excited to be on and talk about it, man. Yeah, because I, I was on your episode uh, when you did your men's wellness pod. It was you, Mookie, and uh, Dalen. So, uh, obviously, we were talking about more um, things that were a little more serious, I think, and this is kind of a more laid-back episode of the pod, man, where... Uh, we can talk about our experience. And since you were actually the one who spearheaded this idea, why don't you go into, like, what made you come up with this idea, this fantastic idea, the origins, if you will, of how we got to that point and how we got to Punta Cana in the first place? Yeah, for sure. So um, Aubrey and I, last January, uh, took a trip to Mazatlan, Mexico. It was kind of like my... Uh, a gift to her to kind of celebrate her graduation because she, prior to that, the previous two years, she was in school, uh, physician assistant school, right? So she had worked really hard. She graduated in December. So we took a trip in January and had a really good time, just her and I, you know, being out of the country. And that was our, that was the first time her and I had, had uh, been out of the country together. And it was just a lot of fun. And, you know, I started thinking like, well, next year is going to be my 30th birthday. Mm. We should do something. We should do something again, like go, you know, around this time. And she was like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I started thinking more about it. And I don't know if this is jumping ahead or if it ties in, but man, in the last couple of years, I've really reflected on just like, where things were four to five years ago in my life and where things are now. And one of the big things that I am just so like proud of and just overwhelmed with gratitude about on a consistent basis is the friendships that have come in my life, the newer ones and the ones that have remained over the years. And I just like, I can't recall a time in my life where, I've been more pleased with the people I have in my, in my corner in terms of just friendships. Aubrey's friends are all just incredible people. Obviously you, Jock, Ron, the people that have been rocking with me for a long time. And then to see that all culminate into like these situations where 
groups of us are getting together for barbecues to hang out, like her friend group and my friend group kind of combining to make this like big friend group where it's always good vibe, no drama. So I started thinking of that and was like, yo, for my 30th, we should try to get that group of people. Obviously not everyone would be able to make it happen, but yeah, I, I wanted to extend the invitation to everyone in my life that's been a part of this <coughs> really great, like, these last four years, bro, have been the best years of my life so far, you know? Yeah, and yeah. So I wanted everyone to have the opportunity to be a part of, of, of this trip. Basically me saying, like, yo, thank you for making these last few years what it's been. So that's, that was kind of the origins of it in terms of, like, the idea and, and what I was trying to do. Yo, that that that's amazing, man. And I, again, I, I you know, I, I said it on one of my of the episode earlier this morning, where when you brought up the idea, man, um, I thought to myself, okay, this is a great idea. This is fantastic. But I'm like, okay, it's like six months away at this point. So I'm like, all right, like, yeah, 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 I'm down to go. It's something in me, man. Like, I, as the time got closer and closer. Then I saw that the groups just started getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I uh, that's when I recognized that like, oh, like okay, it's time to go. Like, I mean, they're gonna go now because like you guys had already booked everything. You guys had already booked your like the hotel that we were staying at at that time. You had already like your know, travel, all that stuff. But I waited like maybe about a week and a half prior, maybe or, or so, and. Money wasn't the issue because I'd already saved up all this money anyway. So that wasn't an issue. So I was trying to find a reason not to go because I wasn't sure of how I would fare out of the country without like, like basically going into it by myself, Mm -hmm. uh, like, like travel wise. So I was trying to find every reason not to like go. So I was like, okay, well, I've got the bread for it. I had that. Okay. Well, you know, my passport, I got had my passport. Okay. Like what was, what was it? So the closer we got, the more afraid I got to where I was like, you know what? Let me just like see this through and just do it. So once I'd already made the purchase already, and then I was like, okay, what about PTO? Because I'd already started from one one job to another job at this point. I didn't really accumulate any PTO. And you were like, hey man, just see if you can get that off. And I'm asking my like my my supervisor, I'm like, hey, like, can I have these this week off? I'm expecting him to say no, so I don't have to make this purchase. We said, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We said, yeah. And I'm like, damn, okay. So all signs were pointing. And it had nothing to do with you specifically or like anyone else. It was just like a divine intervention that said, get the fuck out of Kansas City, man. Like, get out of here. So I made that purchase. I contacted the lady, Kelly. Uh, All of it was last minute. And originally, I was supposed to room with someone. I think I was supposed to room with Ron. And... Like, she was like, okay, like, just get your own room, set all this up, and you'll be good to go. So then like, I get my passport, fill out this e-ticket thing, and I call her, and I made the purchase of, like, everything. It was, like, twenty two seventy five, I think, is what I paid. Maybe a little less than that. And then it hit me. I'm like, I'm going to Punta Cana. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm officially going. And then this was, like, maybe about a couple weeks prior. So then as the countdown started... Like, my PTO was approved. I'm still nervous. I'm like, dude, like, what do I expect out there and stuff like that? But then I thought, you know, what else am I going to do? Like, what? Okay. Then, then the other issue was um, 
if I'm like if I miss my flight, you know, if I oversleep, then I'm like all that money was spent for that thing. So then I'm it flipped to like I'm anxious to like okay, I gotta go. Then I found out I was traveling by myself. So went through all that and fast forward, man, and it from the moment I touched down in in PC, I felt like I was like, okay, this is gonna be great. Then I'm like, man, I might get kidnapped, or I might end up, you know, what I'm saying like at a wrong, at the wrong resort, and it all put, panned out. Then it really hit me when I got to my room, my own room, and I saw the alcohol fountain. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is real. Like this is my own room. And then from there, bro, it just took me to a place that I never that, that I could actually go to now that I'm home like because Ron said it like Ron was like ah man I miss it like back in KC yeah I'm back in KC but mentally dude it was such a reset for me that whenever I try to go to a safe space that's where I go is I'm in Punta Cana with my friends and with you guys mm. like it's amazing dude what what was it about that for you because we had, I would say, it sounds like maybe dramatic, but I felt like there was a day in particular where you, Ron, and I had some really transformative conversations and <coughs> like an experience. So, like for you, what was, what is that happy place, that mental reset? Like, what did it consist of? What what did you gain? that maybe you didn't have or what were you lacking that like you replenished from that whole weekend? Man, I think because I had put in so much work throughout the year, like throughout that year, early or the prior year. And there were so many things, man, that just weren't going right for me. Like things that really, I mean, obviously like career wise, like I just started this new gig I'm at now. So like that was fine. But I felt like, man, I was in a spot where, I really wasn't motivated to work out for real. Like I had like lost a lot of weight, but like I just, I was just kind of stagnant. And then I, things weren't really working for me in my love life. Like I wanted, I felt like I was less than like as a person, I guess. And I was so preoccupied with what everyone else was doing. And it, and it became so much so that like people that really didn't matter, like I'm like checking in on them or like seeing like, Oh, like they're, they're somewhere else or whatever. And I just, I just think that like it, it, it reset me to a point where now that I feel like I just, I I can't be fucked with. Like, I just, I just feel like I can't, I can't, I can't be fucked with. I can't, there's nothing that can bring me down, bro, because that was the first time I feel like outside of my own family where I go out of out of the country with people that I trusted and trust. And I genuinely felt real love, man. And now that I know what that's like away from there, that's something that can never be taken away or a feeling that can never be taken away from me. Yeah. So, so now there is no more FOMO. Fear of missing out. There is no more. What can I do to make? What can I do to make you like me more as a person? Whether it's like a a companion or uh, someone I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. What can I do to improve X Y Z? And this trip proved to me that nothing. I don't have to do shit because the people that we met on this on this trip 
rocked with me. They rock with you for just us being us. So I don't have to be some somebody like that I thought I had to be when I'm here. I can be who I am all the time out of the country with people who don't know me from a can of paint. And all of a sudden, they're inviting me to Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> like they're inviting, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like we're meeting people that like legitimately rock with us, bro. Like that is a part that I feel like was the reset, was a reminder of how great of a person that I can be. And I'm believing in the hype that I've been told my entire life that I am a good person. I am a great friend. I, you know, whatever. And I, I was just like, ah, that's whatever. No, it's not just whatever. Like, there's, and it sucks that it, it, the validation didn't come from within. But now I'm starting to believe what people are telling me. Like, and it's all good things. And if people tell me otherwise, people who know me long enough, we won't say any names. But if people who, who've known me long enough, just as long as you have, or even less time, they don't tell me otherwise, like, nah, like, they see it, and they just met me. Exactly. You, you don't see it, and I mean, you know me for almost a decade plus, or you've known me for five years plus. So clearly, somebody's wrong. Exactly. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to see it. it. Yeah, you don't want to see it. Or for someone like you said, who's <clears throat> known you as long as they have and, and either can't see it or they see it and they don't like it for, for some crazy reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, bro, I've always told you that. And it was cool to see it. And I think for the first time to see you really like lean into that, which is, bro, you're you're a magnet. <clears throat> you're a magnet. You You got an infectious positive energy about you that it did not take people long to gravitate toward even complete strangers when you step foot there, you know? Yeah. And you saw that play out in so many different moments throughout the trip, whether it be the people inviting you and you bringing, you made it more fun for all of us because you would bring people into our fold when, shoot, if it, if you hadn't, you not been there, it probably would have just been the six of us just amongst ourselves. But, you have that energy about you that goes and brings people in and, and reaches out and says, hey, what y'all doing? Uh, hey, come over here. Come rock with us. And people gravitate towards that because once they enter the fold, then we as a group, I think, and going back to my earlier point, like that was really the culmination to me of like, yeah, the confirmation to a greater degree of like, yeah, I got good people around me. This is only seven of us. Imagine the original, like, 33 or whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, my God. That infectious, positive energy that you're a big part of, bro, and that I've, like, tried to intentionally cultivate in my life. And I got to, like, look, just kind of sit back in different moments throughout this trip and just go, like, yeah, man, I did. Like, I'm proud (laughs) of where I'm at and the people around me, like, for the first time. Yeah. It was really dope. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel the same way, man. And, and we we hit certain – we were able to break – there were certain icebreakers, man. That I mean, there were still things I was curious about with a lot of uh, people on the trip. And getting to know people um, outside of, like, who they are in Kansas City, you know, and they're not what I thought they were. 
you know, um, and I, I think this goes without being without without being said. Like, I I don't think she mind if I name dropped her, but like Brooke was probably one of the more interesting. Shout, shout out to Brooke Brooke Ruggles, by the way. You know, sure if she listens, Brooke was probably one of the more. I don't know how because like based off of like not nah, I won't say reputation, but based off of like my perception of her was way off. Yeah, way off. Like she is somebody of substance, man. Same thing with like Kylie. Um, there was more to her, more to outside of Aubrey that I got to know um, out of the country because I've only seen Aubrey like sparingly throughout time when she's lived in Kansas City with you and stuff like that, or just times where we all hang out at the house. Um, Chris also, like Chris is also somebody who whom I admire and like I look at who he is, which he, he was at the missing link most of the trip, but he was off doing his own thing, man. And before he left, we got a we had like a small conversation about that. And like I admire the way he moves, man. Like he's really somebody who I'm like, yo, I see why Jordan rocks with these people. I've never you've never introduced me to anybody, Jordan. And this dates back to like junior high. You've never introduced me to people that aren't bad people initially. Um, like Jock was Jock's a great example. You introduced me to Jock, right? And we've been boys since like like almost 10 plus years. Um, you introduced me to Aubrey, you introduced me to Mookie, Chris, uh, Brooke, you know what I'm saying? Like people like that, dude. And there's other people that you've introduced me to all, throughout the years. Dalen, like I look at you and I go. If Jordan stamps this as like if he's okay with these people, if he says, "Hey, good dude," I take your word for it, one hundred percent, no question. I don't side eye nothing. And I'm someone who's very skeptical about like uh, I'm not really sure. <clears throat> but on this trip, I think it was, and who and Steve? That's another example. Steve, Mallory, um, uh, what's his, what's her name? Uh, Kelsey, Reed. Nick, Reed. You know what I'm saying, man? Like. These are people, man, that I'm you're like, he's a good dude. And I never questioned it. I'm like, okay, I'll go with it. I'll go with that. Like, solid dude. Just like when I introduced you to Ron, like, you trusted me to be like, oh, okay, he's a good dude. And it, I'm right. So you handpicked all these people, bro. And again, to imagine what it would be like if we had all 33 people in that group text. Like, we would have probably taken over the whole resort. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. We would have taken the whole resort by storm, bro. Like there, there would be no no survivors left. Like we would have killed it, bro. But we we made an impact on the people that we met there, and like I said, like they wonder, hey, where are we at? All oh, you guys are leaving already? Like you know what I'm saying? We just got here, so or that's what they would say. Like, we just got here. You guys are leaving. So man, like that within itself, dude, was just so rewarding, man. And of course. Seeing you in your element of like love, bro, and, and 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 kudos to Aubrey, dude. Like she, the way she put together that that video package, which I don't know, I know I didn't know this what she was doing, but I knew she, I knew something was being planned, but I didn't know it was that. She was talking to the dude, um, the coordinator guy, for like ten minutes before dinner, and I was like. Okay, clearly it's a happy birthday, but when she said that, I was like, wow, dude. Like, well, just talk about how you felt during that time. So for, it was Jordan's birthday on January the 9th, right? And uh, his girlfriend put together a video package on a, on a screen with, like, hundreds of people watching the, the birthday tribute. So, like, how did that make you feel, man? Bro, <clears throat> I literally – so 
I anticipated something because right when the show <clears> was <throat> over, I was like, yo, I'm t- hey, I'm ready to get up. Because if I sit here any longer, I'm going to get tired, right? The night's about to be over. She was like, no, we- let's wait, let's wait. So at that moment, I was like, okay, she's about to do something. When I saw, I think the first picture was East. The first video was Easton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, when I saw that, I was like, wait, what? Then the next video rolls. And I'm like, what? And then, you know, the videos come in from people who were originally part of that group message that couldn't make it. Extending, like, hey, man, wish we could have been there. That I, Like, when Tay and Secret popped up, I was like, bro, what? I was just speechless, man. <coughs> I was overwhelmed with gratitude. That was another of those moments. Like, look at all these people. Look at the people I'm here with. Look at the people on this screen who who did not hesitate when Aubrey reached out and said, hey, we're doing something for Jordan. Who did not hesitate. Mookie's video. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it was just another moment of like, look at all, look at everybody. Look at the people who like really, it's one thing, like, not just that they fuck with me, but really like want me to win. Like, really want me to thrive, really want what's best for me. And that video went off. All those people clapping, ah, looking at me because they made me stand up. You know what I'm saying? So got 100 <laughs> people watching me just, like, be speechless. It almost was like they all melted away because I wasn't even thinking about that until after the video went off. So I looked at her, man, and they brought the cake over, and I was like, Bro, this is the nicest thing anybody ever did for me. Like to really <clears throat> have put that level of thought into it and to get the right people to to send that stuff in, man. It was it was emotional. It was an emotional moment, but it, it all in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was beautiful, man. And that that's you know, and I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, before the trip even started, once I like made my purchase and stuff like that, and I was good to go for the trip. Initially, I thought I knew it was a birthday tribute. I thought towards the end, bro, because I feel like Aubrey, somebody like she's got she's got balls, bro. Like you know, pause. But she's got balls. <laughs> to, she's got the balls to. I'm not saying she'd do it, but I feel like Aubrey would be somebody who would like propose, like get on one knee and propose. So initially, I thought, oh shit, like is this really happening? Because I've been having dreams about you proposing to her on this resort. And after it was all said and done, when it was a birthday tribute, I thought, okay, maybe not. So I was like, damn, if Aubrey does this and then proposes, oh, dude. Like, (laughs) listen, I would give up. I'd give up my entire belief. I'm like, look, Aubrey, where, where, where do I find somebody like you? That's what I thought this was going. But this was just as good, if not better. Because you didn't see it coming. And I know that you were tired. I, I don't even know what we did all day that made us so tired, man. And there was a lot that we can, you know, we can get into, especially when Ron's on the second episode. But um, that day, like a lot of the time, like the, I think it was a travel. That still was kind of sort of getting to me. But we were tired. And <laughs> maybe it was the pool. Maybe it was the drinking. I don't know. But that was that Monday is when we were just out by the pool all day. Yeah. 
all day and i played volleyball that day for hours so like yeah i remember on that monday it was my birthday i said everybody do what they want to do today because jordan is gonna do only what jordan wants to do today so we sat out there i played volleyball for hell two hours laid up by the pool so yeah the it was a lot of time in the sun, a lot of energy expended. So, yeah, that took it out of me. But <clears throat> all that energy came back when I saw that, you know, that 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 tribute, you, you called it. Yeah, it was it was she was she paid homage, homage to you, bro. Like that that within. And that's when I was like, you know what? Now, of course, although it didn't happen at some point, um, it wouldn't be shocking if I just happened to give another speech at your wedding. It just wouldn't surprise me. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. and this one, I feel we like would be... I'm a it's just a matter of timing. The yeah. Right timing for us. Yeah, and I think that uh, th- this... I could just go off the cuff again because I got to see and experience just what... what who she is as a person. And uh, yeah, man, that, that, was, that was beautiful. Um... I guess we can wait for the party portion. Like we can talk about the our experience at the parties and stuff like that. We can also go into like some other stuff, bro. As far as just like let's let's talk about the food, man. Like like I never got to experience the um, we never went to Crystal. So um, if you guys ever go to Ryu Palace and wherever, typically I notice that the the cuisine and the food is the exact same. The yeah. restaurants, yeah. Like I felt like no matter where I went, it was always the same. Like <coughs> like same. Same concept, like same food, just different name. So like they had what was it? They had a Japanese steakhouse, they or a Japanese restaurant. They had a steakhouse. They had a French place, an Italian place, and then like Spanish, and, and like a Spanish place called the Bodega, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. So what I noticed the the redundancy in the food. It was just it was the same food they put at the buffet, but they would just like make it a little bit nicer. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm fucking up this ribeye, and I'm like, this tastes exactly like the one I had earlier today. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like you motherfuckers. So like, they got my ass, but it was good. What did you think of the food, though? I mean, did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was cool. You know, like <clears throat> for me, I've been, I've had the privilege to be to a couple of different places, you know, yeah. out of the country. And I feel like the reason <clears throat> I went with the Ryu is because I knew with a group of friends, we weren't really going to be in the hotel or eating that much. Right. Um, Ryu's are great at entertainment. They're great at poolside games and beach entertainment and the nightly party or nightly uh, shows. And this particular one did, you know, party that I'm like you said we'll wait for Ron and talk about that one later but so I went based on entertainment and I've yep. stayed at other resorts you know for example when I went on a honeymoon that food it was a different type of resort it wasn't a party resort it was you know like romantic getaway type thing and Ryu is not fucking with that food like that was real food with Every place there was a restaurant where you sat down with a menu. Reuse, it is what it is. They basically got to make food so that, hey, shit, we've been drinking all day. We got to get something in our stomach. That's what it's there for. Yeah. So it was solid. It didn't blow me away, but also it ain't going to make you sick. That's kind of like what Ryu is. 
Yeah, yeah, and they did they did a good job. Uh, when we're talking like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, for the most part, I I liked the food that I was eating there. Yeah. Um, I I indulged. I want. I thought I was gonna venture off and try something, man. The the, the part that kind of messed me up, though, man. I something <clears throat> something about that bacon, dude. Like like you try to get one strip of bacon and you get like like seven pounds of bacon yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, like 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 it's almost like uh like what well, they said the tip of the iceberg so like you grab the it's like oh this is the you know tip of the iceberg man i put on a ball of bacon bro i'm like what the fuck dude <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell is this shit man i was like this is more bacon and then you're trying to like shake it off and you can't and you got like a lot of people and i'm just like fuck, i'll take the whole ball of bacon i don't care and like they did not uh, separate yeah. the strips. Like no, one, at all. There was no one strip of bacon. You had to get hell six to eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you feel like you're wasting your time, like trying to like separate the bacon and stuff like that. But I, I, I thought the the breakfast was great. Um, I only found myself eating at the buffet if I absolutely had to. Like if we were waiting, because that's another thing. The the wait to get into these restaurants, man, was like. It was kind of long, like like an hour long wait. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And, then, and then we're talking about an hour, like an hour for waiting. And like the people who were probably done eating were still like socializing. Right. So like, you know what I'm saying? So that would that that would also make sense of why we had a bad run in. I don't know if you want to talk about this now. A bad run in with the dude from the Japanese restaurant <laughs> who had a who had beef with Chris. <laughs> no, we we got to save that for when Ron is here. Oh, yeah, yeah, also, yeah. the night that Ron was on his on his <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Uh, we, yeah, we're going to do a, a part two for this episode for sure. A, lo- a lot of the juicy stuff will be in the next episode. We're just going to... This is like a... Uh, uh, so I did the, the pre-episode. This is like the first, like the second pre-episode. Then we're going to get into like the other like the meat crazy potatoes. shit. The meat and potatoes and the shit that we really got into. and Maybe even get you guys some dessert too, you know. Uh, we'll, we'll see, but right now we're just talking about the experience that we that we all share because yeah, and Ron really showed us. He showed who we was, and I loved it, man. Like he, he was like, <laughs> and we can also go over the uh, with the water slide shit. That's another thing. Like, there's so much to do. Um, and I, and I, do you think? So why didn't we really go? You, you've been to Cancun, right? Like uh, Ryu Cancun. You, have you been to Cancun in general? I think I went to Cancun. When I was younger, but like okay. in middle school, so I don't really remember it that well. Okay, so in Cancun, from what I remember, we stayed at a Ryu in Cancun. They the so we could go to other like places because and it's ironic enough the wristband that you have to have is gold. So you have a gold wristband and you can go to any resort, and that's what we did when I was with my brother for his graduation uh, gift. Him and his friends. Now, the difference between Ryu, Cancun, and Punta Cana was that in Punta Cana. Everything that you want to do is on the resort. Now, if you want to venture outside of the resort, you obviously have to take some sort of a shuttle or a taxi and things like that. On in uh, Cancun, like there's stuff to do. There wasn't as much to do on the resort, but the clubs and nightclubs are right down the street, so you can walk down to these clubs. And there was like the Madala, Cocabongo, the Senior Frog. Uh, the market was downtown. Everything was downtown, like, but it was right there within walking distance. Yeah. I'm talking like maybe like 200 yards, dude. So I think we, I don't know. We, I spent, from what I remember, we spent a lot of our time in the pool. We spent a lot of our time like 
not even really. I don't really remember being in my room unless it was like one in the morning. But bro, I literally went to the, woke up in the room. Yeah, went to change for dinner and for the nighttime. Yeah, and then went to went back when I went to sleep. Like that was really it. Yeah, that was about. Yeah, I didn't find myself in my room a lot. Um, room service was good. Uh, they were great. Um, but yeah, I, I think the vibe from Cancun was just, I don't know, it was just different, man. Like the fact that you could go to these nightclubs at the end of the night, bro, like, 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 but of course you had to pay. That's another thing. We didn't have to pay to get into these like nightclubs. We could just like, you know, show your wrists and stuff like that. And the place we went to disco, uh, which I'm glad that we went there when we did on the last night versus like every night, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, it just, it, it made it that much sweeter. It made it that much awesome. So I didn't have a problem with it at all. Uh, but just compare the two based off of the experience that I had, I would have to say that uh, Ryu PC was definitely one for the books that I would have to put ahead of uh, Cancun. I thought, yeah, I mean, all the reviews <clears throat> and what I gathered from the Punta Cana Ryu is I think the reason, especially during the day, we didn't leave much is because it was just fun. You had what you needed. The pool that we were in at the Ryu was <clears throat> the party pool. People would come there from other resorts to kick it in the pool that we were in. They had the long tables. People was playing different games, you know, and and – so it was just a blast. They had the music going. People were socializing. The Dos Equis, man, like, there were there was just a whole <laughs> bunch of characters as well that were kicking it in that pool. So even during the day, it felt like not a club, but it just felt like, yo, this is fun. High energy. People yeah. having a good time. So you didn't feel the need <clears throat> to go anywhere else, in my opinion, just because, like, yo, we're having a good-ass time. And before you know it, it's, you get out there at 930. Before you know it, you know, by noon, everyone's kicking it. And you look down, it's like, oh, damn, the sun's going down. Like, it's six. We got to yeah. go. We got to get ready to eat. So I agree. I think I think they had what you needed. You had a, a not, the, the best pool bar there at any of the resorts <coughs> you came to and, and had the Agreed. You had the parties either during the day, the day party or the night pool party. And then you had the disco between those things. I mean, the disco, while small, was a what for all intents and purposes that night. That was a club, like that was. I mean, we turned it out. That was oh, yeah, that was a blast. That was a highlight of my trip. (laughs) One of yeah, yeah, you know what? It was for me too. And and, and with disco, like I said, we'll get more into it on the next episode. Um, it reminded me a lot of. Do you remember when we used to go to? Oh God, I can't believe I'm even mentioning this, but it's all good. So I know we used to go to. to we, you, so at Re, there's a place in Liberty called Retro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so Retro Bowl is a bowling alley in Liberty, and uh, when me and Jordan were younger, like we're talking like 18, 19 years old, we used to go there. And they had just opened up a club. What was it called? It was nine oh six. Nine oh six. So they opened up this club called nine oh six, and like we couldn't get into any of these other bars or anything like that because we had to be twenty one. Then there was Pete's, but like the place reminded me of nine oh six. Just like the lighting, the aesthetics of the place, a little bigger than nine oh six, but the concept was pretty much the same. Yeah. And whenever we would go, remember it was dead, right? Like it was always dead. No one would ever be over there. 
but we would go over there and like you kind of spread the word to people at uh, Jewel, the college you went to. And I spread the word of, at, you know, people that I went to, you know, community college with like, hey, check out 906. And we noticed that it grew bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what happened here it was like, and I'm not saying it's because of us, but it just so happened that it was the same circumstances of like, we're the only ones on the dance floor. Everyone, And then it became to a point where like, we were the only people on the dance floor and people were watching us like, what the hell's going on? Then they kind of came into the fold and started talking to us. So oh, and by the end of the night, when we left, it was... It was 80 people out there on the day. Yeah. Like, it, it was, was packed. packed. <clears throat> so that was a good time. Yeah, man. It, it really was. And I, that, that moment, you know, like I said, the moment I, I, I touched down, I just thought to myself, like, this is going to be good. Like, this is going to be a great time. Like, we're all going to have a wonderful time. And we did just that. So I think we did have, I don't know if you want to talk about it now or it was wrong, yeah. but we did have one shared experience that Ron didn't have that I feel we could talk about, or we could just talk about it with him and get his perspective on what it was like to witness. Oh, yeah. Let's wait. Yeah, let's wait on that. We'll, we'll, we'll wait on that. All right. Um, All right. That, that is, you said one of the coolest things I think I've ever, like, heard. <laughs> and uh, just to build anticipation, we'll wait for that. We'll wait for him to come on to the panel <laughs> later on. That was the coolest shit I ever heard. And, I, and actually, I just... I, I'm gonna start saying that now, like, like, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because the because the, the, the setup for it because it was so unexpected. And I was like, I just remember hearing that. And I was just like, that I like that, like that, like, you know, like, hey, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that. And he, yeah, and, and and I'll say this: MVP of the trip, I would actually say it was Ron, bro. Like, I think Ron seeing him step out of his shell like that and. Um, there was something that happened. <laughs> he met this guy. <laughs> his name was Ethan, and Ethan completely like kind of, kind of fucks Ron over a little bit. Uh, it, which brings me to this. So, going on these trips and stuff like that, obviously, like you know, people go there to have a good time. I think that's why people are a lot more loose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'll let him explain the scenario about what happened to him. But he had something set up, and it didn't work out because things just kind of sort of fell apart. Um, but I noticed that women really go, they do things based off of each other. Like they go to the bathroom together. They do certain things. And that's where I think the downfall was with him was like, he didn't see any of that coming. So do you think that like, like Jordan, if you had to go pee, dude, I wouldn't go pee with you. <laughs> I just, I do it on my own. Um, but I noticed that was a lot of, a lot of things that kind of sort of happened. Like I was on, at one of the parties, and this girl was like, I got to So this girl comes up, she's like, remember, we have to go pee. And I'm like, you have, you have a set time when you have to go to the bathroom? Like, that's kind of weird. And they just kind of walked off, never seen the girl again. So I'm like, okay, like, whatever. But that was just some of the fuck shit that I kind of sort of had to endure and deal with. Hmm. Um, yeah, but we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk more about that on the next pod. Yeah, um, I yeah. think... Uh... <clears throat> Honestly, it's easier for me as being with somebody. I could imagine the pressure or the feeling of like, man, I got to meet someone or maybe not I have to, but, you know, you got single friends coming in packs and, you know, you got you and Ron was there, single guys. Like, I would imagine there would be a desire for the experience of like, what if I met somebody here and, and something happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
that would kind of be in the back of my mind. I feel so. I get that. Dude, that's, I don't have to worry about that. No, no, and yeah, and, and I, I'll say this: um, my goal for the next for the next trip, obviously, I wouldn't mind like bringing somebody that I care about, like bringing a girl that I like on the trip. Um, just because I don't know, it, it's always nice to go back in, like back to bed with somebody. Um, as opposed to just like I don't know, you're trying to score something at the end of the night, man. What 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 do you say? What Jaquan say? Bottom of the night, the nigga got a score. So uh, I. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's so why I was like, damn, like I'd be nice to kind of go back, you know, you know, have someone in bed with you and just like just reflect on the day, stuff like that. But I did a lot of reflecting on my own, for the you most did. part. You did. When when Ron hops on, we got to talk about the beach, and the experience out in the ocean because that was powerful. Yeah, that, yeah, that, man, what, how I didn't drown, because I, I wasn't even thinking about, like, drowning, like, the way, the waves were coming in pretty tough, man, like, to the point where, like, because there, there were, like, there's a buoy, if you guys have, I mean, I think they have this at most beaches, but there's certain areas, like, where you can go out on the beach, and there's, like, a, a string line of buoys or something like that that divides the water of, on the boats, and then the water that you can swim on. Well, like that water was deep and I don't remember even fluttering or kicking my feet. I just remember just being there and looking at you and looking at you dead in your eyes, bro. And like, I don't even remember like thinking about drowning. <laughs> like, was floating, God. Yeah, I was like floating. I was, I was just like sitting there like, okay, like, you know, and, and I, I remember the conversation that we had. I, I do remember that. And I also remember Aubrey, she's actually a, a pretty good swimmer. She swam much farther than I expected her to. <laughs> and she was like, "Come on!" I'm like, "Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a head back, right? Like, bump that." Like she kept going. I think she might have touched the string. So, yeah, she she can have that. I, I was like, "Yeah," she was like, I'll, "You know what? I'll be a bitch this one time. I would definitely <laughs> do it." <laughs> you know, if I want to live to see the next day, because I started getting tired too. Once the uh, once you know, once the the magical effects started to wear off, right? So, but yeah, during that time, it was it was great, man. But uh. Anything else, man? I guess we can, we can wrap up the pod here at this point because I think with the three of us on, like we can really get into like oh yeah some other stuff, bro. Like I mean, any last words before we uh, start the next pod here in the next couple hours, man? No, man. I'm, I'm uh, <clears throat> excited to recap it with you three, and um, I'm just glad that you were part of it, man. I wasn't. I was not gonna let you not go. I yeah. was gonna find a way to because I, I knew that I wanted you there. This was shit we've, you know, envisioned for decades, you know, be doing this stuff together. So yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that you were there, bro. And uh we're gonna do it again. That's for oh, yeah. Sure. So do you do you think, Jordan, like if you went back in time and told yourself like, hey man, you see this <laughs> if we if we rewind back time and like we're in that and we're in Denton Coon Denton Coon's basement. <laughs> and and you t- and you say, "Hey man, this dude right here that you're throwing M and M's with at people's heads, like this is Skittles. the person Skittles. Sk- oh Skittles, 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 my bad, Skittles. The person that you're throwing Skittles with in the dark. This is the person you're going to be going on a trip with out of the country in like 15 years. <laughs> I personally, I'd be like, word, like I don't know. That's just how we." We bonded over some silly shit, and look at look at us now, man. Like, yeah. that's, 
if you would have told me at that point, I would have been I would have been surprised. But yeah. by you know by the Villa days, you tell me that, and I'm like, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. that's a given. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But yeah, man, I can't wait for this next pod, bro. So we go ahead and wrap up here. This is the one to go ahead podcast featuring my guy Jordan Lewis of the Peace. men's of the men's wellness podcast. We out. <laughs>